Welcome to the Power Peak Hour with your host, astrology expert Mark Husson. Hey everybody, happy Tuesday. This is January 10th. This is Mark Husson. This is your Power Peak Hour and life is so beautiful, right Vonda? <laughs> it's good to see you guys, hear you guys. You're on Facebook.com. I want to tell you the address so that new people listening in can share in the Astrologia Joy that we do. Astrologia Joy. I'm trying to come up with something. That isn't it, but I'm working on it. Hey, um, Facebook.com slash Mark Husson, H-U-S-S-O-N, will be where you find me. We can look at your questions. Uh, can't answer all of them, but at least it lets us know where you're thinking and where your head is. This is a Leo moon today. Woo! Yes, indeed. And you know what? I can say from experience, it is hard to stay beautiful. Anyway, here's the deal. <laughs> Come play with us. Uh, I am the daddy of all the one, two sites, the 12, 12 Listen, 12 Radio, 12 Academy. You know, it's like some of the finest people in the world. And my guest today is one of those people that share his wisdom. Uh, it is so fun. I am bringing him on quickly because uh, he has a lot to talk about with us. He he knows everything. I mean, this is the kind of guy you want to know the history of like ant farms. He'll spew it to you. I mean, because that's what he does. He reads. He's a true scholar. He's a dear friend. He's Egyptian, born in London right? I mean, yeah. he's got it down. And it's like, he's he's truly a phenomenon. And I'm so happy to welcome him on today. Give a great welcome to my friend, Mo Abdelbaki. Mo, are you with me? I am with you. Hey, good hey. morning. <laughs> good morning. Is this early for you, Mo? Or is this oh, good? No, I'm, I'm not very grumpy right now. I'm bad. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! It's post coffee. We can be That's smiling. Right. We got a group of people listening, and you have Mo. You have to educate us all because one of the reasons I wanted to bring you on this show, um, that last week we did all the Western astrologers and what we call the West, meaning here in the states and North American uh, astrology, is basically um, vastly not vastly, but different in so many ways than what we call Vedic astrology and. I knew you when you weren't a Vedic astrologer and watched you soak that up like a sponge. And we want to educate people. So I wanted you to come today so we could have some equal time to the to the Vedic perspective, what exactly that means, how it got started. And, and we're, we'll keep some brief explanations going, but let's educate these people on why there is um, this difference, what it is, and 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 how we can play with it in a way that uh, they can have a lot of fun. So yeah, let's start. Absolutely. Excellent. So what is it, Mo? Where, where does it come from? Vedic astrology is based in Hinduism and is, without, without exaggeration, 5,000 years old. I mean, there is a record of the history of astrology going back that far. And it is more or less the granddaddy of all astrology. It's been around for a very long time. And it's different than our astrology in that it traditionally uses the actual position of the planets in the sky, which is a sidereal system over what we use in the West, which is the tropical system. And I, I'm always telling people, you know, don't freak out if your sun sign changes or your moon changes. It doesn't negate the West. It's a different way of looking at things. We in the West have a tendency to be a sign-oriented discipline, but the East says it's more about the planets than it is the sign itself. So it all evens out, but it's been around for a very, very, very long time, and it's had a, a resurgence uh, beginning in, I would say, the late 70s, the early 80s, 
And now it's pretty popular. And from what I understand in, in India, um, Western astrology is all the rage. So, really? Oh, that's yeah. so funny. Isn't now, Mo, when when we do signs, like if if I know that in the Western astrology, one of the ways I've always looked at it is the Western astrology, the one that I do, the tropical one, uh, and it's called tropical because we're basically saying um, by the seasons. First day of spring is the first day of Aries, no matter right. what, no matter when right. it is. And so, when um, we say, I always thought Western was sort of great at assigning personality characteristics and psychological components. When we talk about Scorpio in the Western system, are we talking about the same characteristics in the Vedic system? I have a tendency to do that because I started out as Western astrologer. So, but specifically speaking, you would say, okay, Scorpio rising, let's say, um, or Scorpio, you know that that's Mars ruled, or where is Mars in the chart? And what okay. house is Scorpio in the chart? And what is Mars being aspected by? So it's more, we know certain traits are going to be there, Martian traits, because uh, there is no Pluto in this system. So we then go from that and we say, okay, so where is Mars? Is Mars happy? Is Mars not happy? So it really is different, but most astrologers uh, try to mix the two. I try not to mix them, but I end up doing it anyway. I can't help it. Well, it's hard not to, I would imagine. And the reason there's no Pluto is the same reason there's no Neptune or Uranus, right? The Vedic right. system stops at Saturn, correct? That's correct. Because oh. it is a very balanced, and because it's so old. And you may remember in the beginning, I tried to fit Uranus, Neptune, and Pluto in there with very frustrating results. And finally said, you know what? These guys know better than I do. So, wow. which was hard for me to admit. That's so good. <laughs> Not many people can say that about you, Bo, that they know more than you. The um, now when so when you're the chart, everything, the signs are different. They're about the now you said sidereal. I'm going to translate some of the words. We use tropical, which means we go by the seasons, because at one point in our history, in our collective thousand year history, a million years history, the the Earth, um, the constellations were pretty much aligned with the seasons, were they not? They were the way they are now, about two thousand years ago. So. I, one of the reasons we call it tropical as well is because on the winter solstice and the um, summer solstice, the sun goes into the Tropic of Cancer or the Tropic of Capricorn, uh, vice versa. So it's uh, winter for Capricorn. And so those tropics then really kind of set the seasons. And uh -huh. that's where we say, okay, so the Tropic of, of Capricorn is the first, or the Tropic of Cancer is the first day of summer. Therefore, that's our point, and it happens in, um, we say now, in cancer, right? But yes. it hasn't done that in 2,000 years or so. Right now, it's right. At about six degrees of Gemini, and that's astronomically. Right. So your system is very, very, uh, the Vedic system is keeping it a very honest, very like a literal where they are right now. Exactly. And the, and the tropical system is basically basing it on more of a collective ideology that happened years ago, like thousands of years ago, when it was accurate. We're sort of assuming children born in spring still have those characteristics. Very, very fun, very fascinating argument and debate. But we have things people are waiting. They're biting the bullet to hear you talk, Mo. Now, Mo is going to stay with me. I mentioned that he was not going to stay with me. He is going to stay with me, and he is going to do reading. So this is going to be a Mo show. I want you to take full advantage of it. I, You know, Mo, those Facebook people, I have to tell you, I have to give a big shout out. These people are so big hearted. I don't even know how they walk around. I mean, it's oh. like uh, their chest must be gigantic because this is like the most loving group of people in the entire world. And they're sending their love to you and me. And I just want to send it back to them. Now, Mo, 
posted a chart. Now, you gave me a chart to put up on Facebook. It's already been buried because these people are so excited to talk. And I and thank you for that. I'm going to repost it now. But go find, I'm going to post this thing up now, you guys. Go find your sign based on the Vedic system. And I'm going to interview Mo about what he thinks up and coming this month, basically, for each of the signs. Now, we're going to group you in the interest of time in terms of fire, earth, air, and water elements. Now, Mo, that stays the same, doesn't it, in the Vedic oh, yes. system? Yes, it okay. does stay the same, right. And so um, here, I'm putting up the chart now. So you guys, let's see, you can hear how, how real-time this might be. And then um, Mo is going to, Mo, can we talk about like, now Aries, Leo, Sagittarians, um, the fire signs of the group, uh, Vedically speaking now, there's going to be people here that might be Taurus, um, Virgo and uh, 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 let me see, it's a Capricorn, right? Capricorn, Who might right. actually be Aries, uh, Leo, and Sag by based on this chart. Now, don't get freaked out, you guys. This isn't like the new astrology system, this is just another way of looking at your chart through the Vedic scope. And Mo's going to talk to us about what we can expect, uh, in the month of May, like what kind of things are, are heading their way. Can we do that, Mo, in a general term? Absolutely, term? love awesome. to do it. Love so, to do it. We're going to start them with the fire, guys. Let's see what's going on for them in February. All right, we'll begin with fire. And remember, fire now, all of you listening, I have it. Uh, it's If you're born from April the 14th to May 13th, you're an Aries. And if you're born from August 16th to September 15th, you're a Leo. And you're a Sag if you're born from December the 15th to January 13th. Take a deep breath. Relax. It's okay. <laughs> Everything will be fine. <laughs> it's going to be okay. That's right. Um, so the fire signs, actually, um, and be happy if that changed for you because you're dynamic and energetic, and this is absolutely a time to get out there and get it done. If you don't take advantage of what's happening right now, you're missing the boat. You're missing a huge opportunity. Jupiter right now is in Aries, Vedically speaking, and astronomically speaking, in the sky. If you go out tonight and take a look, you'll see that that's the case. Um, and so the point is, is that it's going to be in there until May 17th. On May 17th, it's going to move into Taurus, and that's when all you Tauruses get to have quite a time. But we'll get to that later. So the point is for you, um, right now, push, push, push on everything you want. If you're an Aries, anything you do now can bring financial gain in the second half in the year, half of the year. If you're a Leo, you have the opportunity to learn an immense amount of information right now and to increase your career and to increase your personal happiness in ways you haven't even imagined. If you happen to be a Sag, this is the perfect time to consider going back to school or starting some sort of higher education or studying astrology or studying tarot or something. Something. The only place where the fire signs may have a little bit of tweaking is in romance, and that's because the energies are just a little bit, not stifled, but not quite as strong as they could be or should be in the fire signs. You may come on a little too strongly, so pull it back a little bit, and you'll be fine. Okay? Wow. Is that good for fire signs, then? Oh, my gosh, Mo. I can hear him. I can hear him going, yeah! Now, Mo, <laughs> if the sign says, if the chart says um, it changes on June 14th, uh, it, no, Gemini starts on June 14th, for example. That means like literally midnight that night kind of thing? Pretty much, yes. Okay. Actually, the old system went from noon to noon, but it's, it's just like it is here. You wake up on June 14th, it's happy Gemini, you know? Okay, so, okay. okay, good, good. Yeah. So, so where would you like ahead. to go next in elements, Mo? Let's go next to Earth. 
All right. And that means Utorians are born from May 14th to June 13th, Virgo from September 16th to October 16th, and Capricorns from January 14th to February the 12th. So for you, it's going to be the first part of the year is very different than the second part. So let's look at what's happening right now. And essentially, this is a time to be involved in writing, spiritual activities. Um, If you have a novel in you, a book in you, for goodness sake, get to work. What are you waiting for? (laughs) Inertia is there, and I'm speaking to myself, but inertia is there, and you have to pick yourself up right now. Tauruses especially, you're being bombarded with immense information, some of it overwhelming, get to work, okay? Virgos, you may feel like you're alone out there. You may feel like no one's there to support you. That's not true. You actually have quite a support system. You just have to trust in it and move with it. Uh, In career, be very careful because there may be some rumors being spread about you. If that's the case, be aware of it. Simply staunch the flow when you can. And Capricorns, This is your time in your career to absolutely eat up anyone in your way. Get there, but you have to be diligent about it. Also, Capricorns, you have the opportunity to enhance your career tenfold over the next two and a half years. That has to do with Saturn. So be aware, this is your time to do it. All of you are going to have a major shift on May 17th when Jupiter moves in. It's going to last a year. You're going to think that you're on a sled going down a beautiful hill in the middle of a lovely alpine forest. Okay? Wow. Yeah, so enjoy. <laughs> Gosh, they, I, Mo, these are great. I love this. It's so exciting. And this is like, really, you guys, this is like the experience you get when Mo does a reading for you. It's just that flowy, that, and optimistic, even though you're not, you're not unafraid to, to tell it like it is when it comes to maybe things they need to brace for. So I love no, that too. I, I, yeah, you got to call it the way you see it. You yeah, know. you do. I love that. Good, good information for the Earth signs. Uh, how who we like to do next, Mo? Let's go air. We'll we're go going air. to the air. All right. Yep. So we've got Gemini, June fourteenth to July fifteenth. Libra, which is October the seventeenth till November fifteenth, and Aquarius from February the thirteenth to March the thirteenth. Okay. Hey, Mo. Really quickly, do the somebody's asking? Do the Vedic signs have rising signs? Oh yeah. Vedic starts. They yeah. do, and does if somebody knew their Vedic rising sign, would this apply even better, or is it better to stick to their sun sign? Well, no. What they want to do, if you know your Vedic, if you know your regular rising sign, take off twenty three and a half degrees from it, and that's your Vedic sign, because that's okay. the difference between the two. It's about twenty three and a half degrees or so. Oh. Okay. okay, and they can listen to it with that ear, too? Like, if they have a air rising sign, this might apply somewhat to them? Right. If they have an air rising sign. For example, in the Western system, I'm a Sag rising. In the Vedic system, I'm a Scorpio rising. I can see both. Okay, know? perfect. So okay. what I tell people is, you know, look at both. Listen to both. So when I used to do these Vedic scopes, I uh, which I will be doing again, I think. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> yeah. so... Um, I, what I would tell people is, look at both. Look at both and see which ring's true. Bring them together, and you'll find that truth. And it always worked out that way. So, awesome. Thank okay. you. Air signs. Wowie kazowie. Um, this is a great month for you. Use it. Absolutely use it. You're being um, nicely aspected. You're being taken care of by a lot of intellectual activity. This is a good time to... But I'm going to warn you about some things. Um, not the best time to pursue new business career 
ideas right now. Give it a month. Give it a month. Things are going to shift and it'll be better. But for now, sit back, relax, and relationship issues. I mean, you're, you're in demand. You might as well allow yourself to be fond upon, especially Gemini's. Gemini's, <laughs> you're going to be, you know, people are going to want to talk to you, be with you, hold you, cuddle with you. It's up to you what you allow them to do. Aquarians, you've got Venus in Aquarius right now, so you're hot to trot. I don't know if I can say that, but... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you can. I don't know if they'll understand what you you mean, but no, that's good. (laughs) You're staff rising, as we say. (laughs) (laughs) Have fun. My God. Now, the only stick in the muds may be Libras because Saturn is in Libra. But you know what? Relax. Move beyond that. You can actually... I would say Libras have the opportunity to form long-term relationships. But, like I said, be careful at work, okay? So that's the air signs. You've got a great month. Have fun. This is a good time to socialize. Wow, Mo, you're just like flying through these. These are awesome. Now, um, so the are we saying that basically the, it looks like everyone's getting an opportunity in a certain way this month, just a different sort of area, right? right Pretty much so right. far, everyone's looks like February could be really a powerhouse month. Oh, I think it's going to be. Actually, I think the first six months of the year are going to impact everyone strongly. Anytime you're on the verge of a Jupiter sign change um, in this system, you pay close attention to it. On November 15th of last year, Saturn moved into Libra. And it was crazy. I mean, people were just, you know, having a lot of issues in their lives. And then once it got kind of settled, things began to firm up a little bit. And now we can see the economy supposedly is doing better. People seem to be a little more stable right now. I like that. That has to do with that. But Jupiter has a tendency to bring a lot of anticipation and a lot of strength. And people often jump the gun with Jupiter. And plus, we have this Mars retrograde, which will be happening in Leo, which means that, you know, those fire signs have this opportunity to go in to delve into themselves. It's going to be a fantastic year. I'm convinced of that. Okay. And does the Jupiter change signs at the same time it does Western or is there, do you know the date for the change? Yes. The date for the change is May 17th. A great day, I might add. (laughs) (laughs) Any other day happening on something happening on that day? Something else? Not that I'll admit. (laughs) I love it. That's so good. So May 17th, Jupiter is going to change signs. And um, that's something for us to put in our calendar. That's, that's Vedic, right, right? That's that means everyone will feel it anytime because it stays in that sign for a year, and it's going to take some time to settle in. But for certain, it's going to affect everybody in some way or another, and always in a benevolent way. Always. That's exciting. I love that. Okay, so everybody, mark your calendars, May seventeenth, and Mo. Let's see how those water signs are doing. Let's get right to them. So, Cancer is July sixteenth to August the fifteenth. Scorpio, November 16th to December 14th, and Pisces, March the 14th till April the 13th. That's always the hardest one. People go, what? I was an Aries. I can't be a Pisces. Well, yes, you can. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, you can. (laughs) But here's the deal with with the water signs. Once again, this is going to be, this is an interesting uh, month or two for you, because there are some dynamic feelings of something gnawing at you and you don't quite know what it is. If you feel like there's this angst within you and you've had this for a while, let it play out. Feel it. Don't try and hold it down. If you feel like you're going to 
just blow up at someone, you may find yourself doing that. Uh, it's important afterward, uh, um, I think, to apologize and try and come to a place. But there's a lot going on within you that people don't understand, and they're not going to get it this next month. Now, that can work to your benefit, especially if you can use it at work in a way that you channel that energy into action, getting things done. You have a very keen eye right now, and people are frankly probably irritating you a little bit. <laughs> that could be. So if that's the case, once again, it's because you're not being understood properly. All you have to do is clarify things and get to it. Now, financially, work-wise, great month. Just channel that energy properly. Relationship-wise, I would say it's also a pretty good month. You are going to be, but be realistic and don't fall for the lines because there are a lot of guys out there and, I, and women who will try to woo you with, with lies. Don't do it. Okay? Right on. Financially, eh, save your money for the next month. Okay? Mm. <laughs> well, I'm sorry to have to put it that way, but That's this good. is you need to be a little frugal because you could be tempted to overspend. Okay? Perfect. Perfect. Love that. <sighs> I love this stuff. I mm -hmm. really do. Me and too. You know I mean, I can, you can just feel the energy collectively. Everybody's like <gasps> listening. And then people are like, did they do mine already? <laughs> so we did them all except, <laughs> where are we now most? Uh, uh, is this? Did we just do Scorpio? Uh, oh, you know what? I didn't. I'm sorry. Thank you for reminding me. I get okay. lost. I was thinking about the guy who invented the ant farm. He recently died. You mentioned that earlier. <laughs> <laughs> <And> so... <laughs> Never to disappoint our little lovely Mo. Go ahead, Mo. <laughs> Specifically, use your heart. Let your heart guide you. This is a great time to do that. But also realize you shouldn't reveal your entire truth to anyone. I just said you need to kind of get things clarified. That doesn't mean opening up completely. Okay? It can right. be used against you in the future. Um, Scorpios, um, try, to, try to tone it down a little bit, just a little bit. Now, I'm not picking on you. I have a lot of Scorpio in my chart. So tone it down. Tone it down. Take a breath relax, and uh, realize that your time is coming. Your time will come later on this year in a way that you can't even begin to imagine, okay? Perhaps a new relationship for Scorpios after June or July of this year. Uh, new, this could make a, be a big change for you, so keep that in mind. And Pisces, here's the deal. You've got the brains, so use them, okay? Pisceans, you have a very keen intellect this month. You know what you're looking to. You know what you're seeing. Make sure that you use that opportunity to your best benefit, okay? And as I said to all of you, uh, tighten your purse strings. Okay. Wow. That's such good advice. I mean, and there is, I mean, from a Western point of view, there's a lot of Neptune in the air. And I think uh, it's good advice, especially for the more feminine uh, oriented signs, the water and earth signs, to keep an eye on being duped and keep an eye on that idea of being manipulated. I, I really appreciate that advice, Mo. That was really, that's profound. Now, Mo, you are going to stay with us, right? We've got a We've got the calls lined up. It's going to be hard to get through, but we certainly, there's a lot of people that would love to have your sage wisdom. And uh, you'll stay with us, correct, Mo? Yes, yes, I will. And now, Mo, there, we're going to take a break really quick, but I want to let, while we're gone, where give us a Facebook address. Give us where you want people to sort of visit where you are. Um, you can reach me a couple of different ways. You can reach me at Facebook at Mo Tarot, that's M-O, and then the word Tarot, T-A-R-O-T, all one word. And that'll take you to my 
my uh, my page on Facebook. I am I am technically an idiot, so uh, <laughs> go there and see my primitive attempt. What is it? You're a nerd, not a geek, right? I'm That's learning the difference right. here. But I am a nerd. okay, <laughs> <laughs> I've got the picture to prove it. Uh, with I the love glasses and everything. Um, you can find me at moabdulbaki.com. Why I named it that, I don't know, but it's <laughs> <laughs> well, it happens to be your name. It That's does, okay. but it's, it's one of those things. A oh. God, you know, but I'm there, and <laughs> it's a nice site, and, and it's it fun, is. and, you know, it's very small. And I'm, of course, um, on one to listen, and that's uh, always a good way to get a hold of me, too. So I Absolutely. think that's, that's I'm thinking that's probably how people can find me. So Yeah, and, and we'll course, review those piece. again when we come back. We're going to, we are going to take a break, you guys. Remember, uh, facebook.com slash one word. Like the page, will you? That's how we know you love us. And then uh, facebook.com slash Mark Huston. If you want to leave some questions for today's show with my very special guest, Mo Abdelbaki, we are going to take a five-minute break. Go get something warm and fuzzy. And then we'll come back and take your calls with the exciting uh, Mo uh, Abdelbaki. See you in a little bit. Welcome to the Power Peak Hour with your host, astrology expert, Mark Husson. Hey, everybody. I always get tickled right before I get on. I just get so like I read your posts and you guys are a riot. You're fun. This is Mark Husson. I'm with my wonderful guest, Mo Abdobaki. You all love Mo. It's so sweet. Hey, Mo, you're a Taurus in the Western system. I'm a Cancer in the Western system. And together, our initials are M and M. Doesn't get better than that. <laughs> Which is also Mickey Mouse or Mickey Mantle or Manny Moda or That's true, or... but you know for us it has to do with food, my favorite. Yes. Well, oh, okay. yummy, yummy. Yes, uh, hey, now, Mo, the, um, there's a couple things I want to do before we get lost into the chart readings, which we both love. Um, the you got some stuff coming up. Now, you, I heard through the grapevine and a big little bird told me that you were writing a book. Is it true? That is true. It is true, and I'm uh, finally, I'm finally actually doing it. It's happening. <laughs> I um, love it. What's <laughs> it about? Do we get to know? It's about the uh, the Crowley Tarot, the Thoth Tarot deck, one of the most popular decks in the world. And I'm calling it probably Secrets of the Thoth Tarot because oh. there are things that are going to be revealed that I've not read that anyone else seems to have figured out. Oh, trust so, me, nobody has figured it out. If you cracked it, nobody has figured it out. And you're going to put it, you're actually going to put it in writing then, finally. I, you know what? Yeah, I finally got over myself. And hey. I thought that I had to keep all this information secret. And I'm thinking, for what reason? It's time to, because it all helps in the reading of the cards and understanding Tarot better. It's so so it's it's proving to be, a, you know, it's, it's not easy, but I'm loving it. So yes, oh. I'm hoping to have this out. Available for publication whenever, I mean, but I'd like to submit it this year. For oh, I love it, Mo. I'm so glad. God, good luck on that. We'll keep everybody posted because, you know, that's going to be a very important book. Thank now, you. you also are teaching some classes at One Two Academy. Now, you guys who are just tuning in, we we are all working over there at the One Two Twelve, the number 12. Uh, it's One Two Listen, One Two Radio, One Two Academy. Mo also has a beautiful radio show every uh, Monday on One Two Radio. Check that out. But 
Now, he also has a, a class coming up. Now, every one two-day, every the 12th of every month, as you can imagine, we throw our classes at One Two Academy, and these amazing people like Mo, all of the advisors included, reduce their prices to $12. You buy the class on Thursday for just $12. You take it another date. What's your class you're teaching, Mo, this this Thursday? Or it's that you're offering? Oh, it's, I'm offering an introduction to the I Ching, and uh, I've had a lot of people say, what is this I Ching business? Or they've tried to work with the I Ching and found it to be incomprehensible. So it's going to be a half-hour class. It's going to be offered on the 20th of this month, uh, which is Friday at uh, 6 p.m. Pacific time. And uh, we're just I'm going to introduce the I Ching in a way that by the time we're done, someone can actually pick up an I Ching book, some coins, and begin working with it. <laughs> I watched Mo do this one. You guys, now you know, we, he Mo used to work at my store uh, here in Denver, and um, I watched him as each one of these topics he started diving into. It's like, what's he learning now? And it was the I Ching, and I'm telling you, he did it, he did a class on I Ching for divination. Like, what's coming up? Oh my God. So if you get a chance, it's $12 for the intro class. Get the, um, Get it going for, uh, I'm laughing at the post on Facebook. I'm sorry, but get it, get in there Thursday at midnight. We'll change the prices. Look at all the classes the advisors are putting up. You guys, these people, they have my heart, they have my soul, they have my respect. I can't even begin to tell you every single being that works over there is such an amazing talent. Now, Mo, lastly, Anna Taylor, the singer, you all know Anna from London is coming to Denver. Are you coming to the party? Yes, indeed. Yeah. I'll be there. <laughs> okay, good. Mo, I know people are biting at the bullet to take calls. You ready to do some readings? I'm ready. Let's do it. Okay, we're going to take caller number uh, Shiva on uh, line one. Hi, thanks for taking my call. My name is Shiva, and I'd like to learn about what I do. I need to focus this year on. So just a general, what where your attention should go this year, Shiva? Yeah, I have some relationship issues at the moment with my husband of 13 years. Mm. Um, and you have like, let me just tell you from the Western perspective, I'm not going to, I'm going to let Mo dive into your question, but I want the audience listening to know that this relationship question person has one, two, three, four, five planets in Libra. And it's, uh, so we would not, we would not be shocked by that. So Mo, did you get something for Shiva that you can address with her? Yes, absolutely. I think Shiva, what you need to do is, is not throw in the towel yet. Um, you're, we use dashas in the Vedic system and, um, I'm looking at your, you're in a Venus moon dasha right now. Um, and the Venus is in your 12th house, which means that you may be thinking this, I've had enough. I can't stand this anymore. Um, there are issues for sure, but there's also the moon is in your sixth house, which means you owe it to yourself, definitely, to at least, you know yourself, you're very self-conscious, but you also need to be able to say, I need to at least work this out if I can. So the main thing you need to do is work on it to the point where you are satisfied you've done everything you can do. This isn't saying stay in a dysfunctional relationship. It's saying make sure that you are blameless in your heart when it comes to saying, I can't do this anymore, if it comes to that. Great. Uh, absolutely. Thanks. I think that's excellent. Sound advice, isn't it, Shiva? That's awesome. Yeah, Thank you so excellent. much for calling, sweetie. Good luck to Thank you now. You. Hold that advice. If you need us, you know where to find us, sweetie. Good luck. Wonderful. Thanks. Thank you. Let's talk Thank to Tamara online, too, if we could. Happy New huh? Year. Hey, Happy New Year to you, too. Are you Tamara or Tamara? Tamara. 
Hey, Tamara, this is Hi, Mark. You're here. talking to Mark and Mo. Hi, Mark and Mo. Hello, Tamara. <laughs> what brings you to call the show, girl? Well, I am so excited about 2012, but I was uh, wondering if uh, Mo could give me some advice on 2012. What to expect? General overview? Okay. Yeah, general, general yeah. overview. You you want to know about romance as well, or just everything in general? Everything. Everything, everything in general. <laughs> I get a lot of that. Uh, okay, Tamara. Um, first of all, you're in a Saturn Dasha, which means that this is a time absolutely to rebuild and to be very strong. Saturn is going to be on your moon for the next two and a half years, but Jupiter is going to move into your ascendant after May 17th. So what you need to think about is, what am I done with? What am I finished with? This is a time to clean house, uh, figuratively speaking. Um, this is a time to really decide what you want to be and make this the year about expanding that energy as much as you can. Saturn-Jupiter is about compression and expansion. So you have both energies going on at the same time. You've probably felt this way for the past year, haven't you? Like, yeah. like a, an accordion in and out and in and out and in and out. Right? <laughs> that's, that's what you're feeling is this... this this position of Saturn and Jupiter kind of fighting each other. Now, right now, they are in the sky opposing each other. So you're feeling it even more. This will relax after May. And this is, so this is the time to do the planning for what you want to do with your life. I think that you can have new career. You can have a lot of new things. Are you thinking of moving? No, I'm thinking, well, um, eventually, but down, it would be years ahead. But I am thinking about moving in terms of uh, career. Okay. This would be a good year to do it, but don't do it yet. Wait till after the second half of the year starts, okay? Oh, perfect. Because you know what? I was worried about the retrograde for March and wait until after April 4th. Yeah, April yeah, 14th, I think, is uh, when yeah. uh, Saturn goes direct again. So or what goes in past the uh, shadow? So actually, that's, October, that's August. So uh, wait until after May, okay? May, June. You'll be fine. Really? May, June? Yeah. Perfect. And, and you may want to wait till the, the uh, fall when something really pops up, but you absolutely should not move until after June of this year, I would say. All right? Okay, perfect. Got it. Okay. Hammer that help. Thank you. You're yeah, welcome. Thank, thank you. you. Have a great, happy, whatever, new year. We can say <laughs> new too. year still. Thanks, sweetie. Bye. Nice work, Mo. Gosh, you are very clear about those dates. I love that part of Vedic astrology. Oh, thank um, you. Yeah, and you're fast, too. Let's talk to um, Alanya. I'll probably get this wrong. Online three. Alanya? Alena. Alena, how are you? I'm doing great. I'm really excited. <laughs> oh, good. It's exciting, isn't it? It's so fun. And you're here with Mark and Moan. It's so fun to be in front of somebody, I think, that has all this information on you, that wants to give it to you. What brings you to call the show, sweetheart? So I want to know about love and career <laughs> and how the heck do I get out of my own head? Oh, and how the heck do you get out of your own head? That's so cute with all that Virgo in the Western chart. Mo, let's see. Do you see something for love coming for Elena? I do. I think that uh, right now the reason you're feeling it so strongly, Elena, is because transiting Saturn is right on your on your natal Saturn, your natal Jupiter, and your north node, which we call Rahu. And Rahu is this energy that is devouring and hungry and interested, and you are pining for somebody. Okay. Now this could lead to a problem if you. Am, am I right about that? Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> and so, that is Rahu, not Yahoo, right? We got to make it clear. That's right. Okay. <laughs> you can make your life a, a, just a real mess. But at the same time, it's also kind of a good feeling. Now, the good news is that this is, this is a time to 
put yourself out into the world. And I mean that respectfully, um, not, you know, putting yourself into a place where you can be um, abused or used, but be aware that you will be highly interesting. Let me put it that way to people right now. Okay. And the reason for that is that Venus is in your ascendant, transiting Venus is in your ascendant. You're also in a Jupiter-Mercury dasha, and that means that you are interesting and you are also uh, viewed as intelligent with Mercury and Scorpio. Everything you say almost has a double entendre to some people. Have you noticed that? Yes, I do. A lot of witticisms are coming out of my mouth. Okay. <laughs> so, hey, you're charismatic right now. Have fun. Enjoy. Not that you aren't all the time, but... This is a time to really expand on this. Be a little yeah. bit of a flirt. Don't get hurt. And uh, things don't should not be blurted out. Oh, I okay. see a t-shirt. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> Almost. Almost. Elena, how'd, that, how'd you like that advice? Did that feel good? Resonate? Um, beaming. I mean, how can you not feel good about being interesting? So. I know. And you do. And I, I see what he's talking about. There is a certain part where... You know, this is the time to use that cycle, though. Like if there's things you need or it, like if you were working for someone and needed to be noticed in a different way or needed that raise, this is the time to ask for it in those cycles. So mm -hmm. I I love it. It sounds like a great year ahead for you, I, a.k.a. Vedic Astrology, which really nails those dates. And Elena, you having a good new year so far? Yes, I'm having beyond amazing. Oh, here. that's so good. Will Lovely. you keep it up, please, for us and let us know how things unfold, will you? Would you mind giving me some tips? Really, I have a lot of things. Western, I have a lot of things in my third house and I'm very Virgo and I think and I tend to just stay kind of trapped in my mind. So anything you can give me on that? On getting uh, out of your mind? Yes. What would you say, Mark? Well, I think the thing for me is the, the when a Virgo goes into their mind, they're, when the, when you start going into ruminating, you're not telling the truth uh, typically to the world. It's like, in other words, you hold yourself back. You, um, you're not being as honest as you want to be. And I think that what we need to do with that is actually dissociate a little bit from the mind. In other words, if we can give your mind an embodiment, like a little girl or a little part of you, so that you can start dissociating from it a little bit, noticing like, whoa, look at my mind just going. And, and when it starts attacking you, when it starts doing that ruminating, it's trying to keep you out of a feeling zone. So my suggestion is, and I think that that's, it doesn't help with having an Aquarius moon because you're going to do a lot of woulda, shoulda, couldas in a review. It's a state of fear. And I think what we have to do is, is if you can sort of acknowledge my active mind means a part of me is afraid, reach in there and grab that little part of you as if she was a little girl and hold her close and just say, you know, I'm here. It's like, we can think about it all we want, but I'm here and I'll, I'll back you up and whatever goes. I actually think overthinking is a, is a state of uh, a perpetual state of guilt or fear. And I think that it's, we, we, the mind's trying to keep us up and engaged above our emotional bodies. So if you could drop into that a little emotional body and just grab her, say, I don't care anything about the truth. I don't care anything that's going on, but I want to keep this part of me safe. It'll help you sleep at night. You got to find the, so what Elena, because there's a part of you that's really thinking there's a right answer in a right way. And I think we got to get that little girl to feel safe. Like you're backing her no matter what. That's my tip. Does, does, does it resonate at all? That's so beautiful. Yes, it does. Thank you so uh, much. It's so sweet, sweetie. Okay. Happy, happy new year to you. Thank you so much for calling. Stay in touch with us. You know how to get us now. Of course. Take care. Thanks, Elena. Bye-bye, honey. That really was beautiful, Mark. Wow. Thanks, Mo. That's so sweet. Yeah, as somebody who does a lot of um, ruminating, <laughs> I'm speaking from experience. Let's talk to Shonda on line four, see how she's doing. 
am. I am. I'm so glad. I'm so happy to be here. Oh, we're happy that you called. It's so sweet of you to call. We're getting so many similar charts. It's so funny, Shonda. In a Western, in in my version, it's another Virgo rising with lots of Virgo, but you are a Gemini with an Aries moon. Let's see what you are Vedically. Vedically, you are a uh, Leo rising. You've got a Taurus sun and a Pisces moon, but you also have Venus and Mars in Gemini. And you've wow. got Saturn and Mercury in Aries. So you see how it kind of works out. It does. It's so funny. I love that. Shonda, what brings you to call the show? Well, um, for the past couple of years, I've just been overwhelmed. And I have so many interests and so many things I want to do. I feel like I'm just running out of time and I'm freaking out and mm. out of breath. And it's like now this year, I'm, I still have it feels like too many interests and too many focus, you know, things I want to focus on, but I'm more excited about it. Mm. Um, so I'm wondering where should I be zeroing in and maybe what should I be okay with letting go? Wow. Mm -hmm. Areas you mean of your life, Shonda, for example, like what areas should you be honing yeah, in on? Yeah. Boy, Mo, Mo, do you see that or? I do. And I okay. think that there are a, one of the things Shonda that I see for you is that you, you really need to define yourself. Who are you? You have a lot of knowledge. You've studied a lot of stuff. Um, you know, I always tell people I have a head full of crap, you know. Some of it's useful, some of it isn't. But you're kind of the same way, aren't you? You study all the time. Am I right about that? Yes, and it's so funny because <laughs> just this morning I was writing down a list of I am. And I sat right. and I wrote each individual thing, I am this, I am this. And things that didn't resonate, but I know that that's what I want to be headed towards. It's just with so much, I have so many things that I want to get done and I am interested in that I just, I lose it all and I freeze. All right, you see, I know exactly how you feel. Mark can attest to this. There, you know, new books would come into the bookstore, and I'd go, "Oh, this is mine." Mm. I was like the kid on a to on a Christmas story on a Christmas morning, you know. Yeah. Oh, this is True. mine too. <laughs> so mm. that's exactly me. We have a society that says that we have to specify, that we have to specialize, that we have to define. And I'm saying to you that your chart defies that. You have Jupiter in Libra, and that is a very expansive sign anyway. It's the cardinal sign of air. Um, this is a card of great expansion and the mind. You can't, it's hard for you to define yourself, and yet you keep trying. The main thing I would say for you to do is drop those things that don't interest you anymore. Yes. They'll come back. It, it's like a cycle. It's a, it's a circle. Right now you're in Sun K2. K2 is the south node. You started that on the 8th, which is just a couple of days ago. So what that means is that anything that is spiritually based and is in your interest and will help you to learn about yourself, you should embrace. Anything else, you know, maybe not so much, but, but that you will decide. But don't constrict yourself. Do you agree, Mark? Oh my gosh, I think it's so right on because what you're basically saying is um, go that the, the next thing, the next thing, the next thing is really an attempt, I think, on our part to find our passion. And if if you're bored, if you're instantly bored or something doesn't strike you, it's not your passion. Move on to the next thing, but don't judge that. It's, you're a Gemini, well, Western, you're a Gemini and you have this desire for knowledge and information, but you're really looking for that thing that strikes your heart, that holds your that holds a sense of uh, interest and and. And when it does, it's like when I named, when I went to name my dog many years ago, every single day, it took me four weeks. I'd give him a different name, 
just to see if it stuck. And it's like, eventually it did. And it reminds me of the way you're studying, a different topic, a different thing. It's not there, let it go, move on. And maybe it'll be when you come back to it. But this is about passion. This is about a Gemini learning to acknowledge the other twin, which is the emotional twin that needs to feel supported and, and in love with something. And I think if it's not there, don't try to make it be there. The mind can fall in love with anything, right? The emotional body is very picky. We're gonna get you to tune into that emotional body and fall in love with a topic or something. And if it's not there, keep going. I agree with the advice 100%. Shonda, does it help? It, it kind of does. I'm So what you're kind of saying is once I'm, I'm discovering that the natural laser type effect of zeroing in and straightening those things out will just happen. Well, yeah, you once you do it. Yeah, you need to do it. Okay. Yeah. For example, let it. me just give you a quick, a quick addendum. In the Vedic chart, you have Mars and Venus in Gemini. That's, that's opposition of the mind. I mean, Gemini are the twins, so you've got two twins in there. They get along. They get along just fine. As a matter of fact, Mars and Venus had an affair. Vulcan caught them. It was a nasty scenario. Oh, I want the, the point movie. Is, is that <laughs> in the mind, when we have Mars and Venus together in Gemini, which is so intellectual, so mental, you, you will find yourself being passive sometimes, aggressive sometimes, wanting to do something, being bored with it. You have to then say, okay, which is it? And that's, that's your part of the, of the bargain. You have to kind of clarify things. And with mm-hmm. the sun in, 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 in Taurus in this system, that gives you the opportunity, if you pass the ball back a little bit, so to speak, to the sign before, to say, what, what do I really want to learn here? Boom, you've got it. Okay? Okay. Because your mind's a computer. Your mind just goes, okay, next, okay, next, okay, next. We got to add in the element of passion, of desire. And that's what you're lear- learning to build, my, pr- my opinion. Okay, Shonda? That's okay, what we're practicing. All right, sweetheart. Thank you so much for calling in. Happy, happy new year. Find us. Let us know. We love follow-up. All right, great. Thank you so much. Thank you, Shonda. Bye-bye. Thanks, honey. Okay, we're going to take Carol. Line five. Yay. Hi, Carol. You did it. Oh, happy new year. <laughs> happy new year to you too, sweetheart. You're here with Mark and Mo. Yay. Yay. <laughs> hey Carol, tell us a synopsis of what you'd like uh, Mo to take a peek at. We'll look. I've never it. well, I've never had a Vedic reading. I'm really curious. I'm looking for I'm looking for stability. To be perfectly honest, I'm looking to find my fit. I'm looking to find where I belong. To plant roots. I've been bouncing around for years trying to find where I fit in. I guess is a good word that I can think of. A lot of things have fallen by the wayside and just haven't panned out and. And I think I had an opportunity a few years ago, and I kind of blew it, but I think it might be coming around again. So everything, like relationships, career, just stability, something I can right. grab onto and Well, let me, let me state that stability is overrated, okay? Okay. So <laughs> you can, you're okay, how about something I'd like to do then for a long time? <laughs> oh, I'm kidding. Now, one of the things that we, we learn in this, in this field, and certainly in, you know, for example, all the nines in Tarot, there, there is this sense that stability is good, but stability can also be bad. And that's because stability can be a trap. And I know that you don't want mediocrity. I know you don't want boredom. You have a dynamic chart. It is, you are it so is, true. <laughs> yeah, it's side heavy. It really is. In other words, um, you have a Scorpio ascendant in this system, and you're very cuspy in the West. So you'd be like uh, right on the cusp. Is that right, Mark? Just right there. Yeah, she really okay. is right there. Yeah. I mean, like the one, oh, one on ours, too. Okay, so in here, it's, it's real settled. It's seven degrees. Mm. So that Scorpio energy 
And with Mars in Cancer in your ninth house, the house of spirituality, the house of house of uh, drive, the house of you're very self-educated, aren't you? Yes, I, I've yeah. been just going from job to job to job to job to job, trying to find. Right. Yeah, it's horrible though; it gets tiring. Well, of course, it's <laughs> it's kind of a misfit sort of energy because you haven't found your um, your group. That's what I found at the twelve thousand bookstore. I finally went, oh, so I'm one of these guys, you know. <laughs> um, you need to find that place where you can say that. So you're still on the journey, and there's nothing wrong with that. But this is a time to begin saying, okay, I know it's going to happen. That the angst you're feeling is natural. Now, in November, Saturn moved into your 12th house, but Jupiter's still in your 6th, which means they're fighting each other for supremacy. After May, things will settle down. You'll begin to find where you should go. Now, I, I can look at your chart and say, you'd be great in so many things. You've probably worked in finance some. You've used your mind. You've written. You've probably done a lot of things. Um, but the truth of the matter is, you have to kind of settle in, and by the end of this year, I'm almost positive you're going to know exactly what it is you want to do when you grow up. We yeah. I think uh, we, we're, you know what, I have to be the dreaded one to break this up, Carol, and I have to leave you with this. He's absolutely right. Check out May when Uranus hits that moon. You're going to do a breakout thing, and it'll help you find the truth. You will snap out of it, because this is, again, a situation where you're just settling and you're adapting. That's what your Piscean nature does in the Western chart. Your Aries is going to get you angry, pumped up, desiring, and you're going to go. And then check out May 9th. Just write that date down. You're May such 9th. a... A big hug for you. Yes, we got to run. Thank you so much. Carol, follow up with us. Okay. Mo, you're an angel. Thank you. Thanks. Mo, we got to remember facebook.com slash Mo Tarot, you guys. You can get him at 12listen.com. This Thursday is our gigantic 12th, the big sale, where all the best psychics in the world, including our astrologers, are coming together to give you reduced rates on their wisdom. You guys thank are you, amazing. Mo, thank you so much for thank coming you much. in. You'll come back, right? Oh, anytime you ask. Get that book written, and then (laughs) everybody stay in touch with us. Love you. Bye. Welcome for Denise Lynn, and also come see us at 1-2 Radio this weekend. Bye-bye, you guys.